So, <clears throat> let's go. Memphis, Hamid, Bates. So it starts, remember, just uh, to remind ourselves of what's going on here. A zug on a behemoth, we said, is not a takshit. Okay? And it's, don't use it as a kli. So the Bryce on Nun Chesamad Aleph had told us that a zug Shebetzavar of the behema, the bell that a behema wears, um, is not makabotum because um, it has no function. You know, it has, it's not a ornament and it's not a kli, not a tachshit, not a kli. Okay, fine. Um, can't go out. Um, remember why you can't go out. Behemoth can't go out with that. Why? Because Mechzei Keman Da'oz Lechenka. Right? And a Chosem, we saw. Whether it's a Chosem or a Zug, they're not allowed to go out with that on Shabbos. Right? What's wrong with your Behemoth going out with it? Because you're to make sure your Behemoth doesn't do a Malach on Shabbos. Shvises Behemtel. Okay, but now we have a brisa at the bottom of Nun Ches Amid Aleph. It continues over to Nun Ches Amid Beis that says the bell on a behemoth is Tameya, can be Makabal Tuma. And we just said it's not a Tachshit and it's not a um, Kli. So why is it Makabal Tuma? You remember the Gemara? Anybody remember the Gemara? This was because it was uh, serving the other because they needed the uh, yeah, serving the Amen. Good, but what's so what's and and the Brisa on Avad Aleph that says it can't it's Tahira. That's when there's no no there's no good property. No bell. Good. That's really the Maskana of the Sugya that this Brisa is talking about with the bell. And the bryce on Amar Aleph, and the, with the bell, it is Makabal Tumah. Now, it's not because it's a Tachshit of a behemoth. It's not it's because a cleave of a behemoth. A cleave of a behemoth that serves the behemoth's purposes is not Makabal Tumah. Therese has pointed out that this is a cleave that the man uses to locate his behemoth. And a cleave of Tashmish of a person is Makabal Tumah. On okay, so therefore, yeah. But on Omid Aleph, we were talking about the one without the clapper. Without the clapper, then it's nothing. It's not even a kli that serves the uh, person. Okay, that's really the the bottom line of the sugya. So we'll read it inside because there are a couple of things, a couple of nakudas along the way that we just should remember. So here's the Brisa. Zug Shel is Tameya. The bell around the Behemah is Tameya. Unlike the Brisa before, we answered it already. It's Tameya because it has a bell, and the bell serves as a cleave for the Odom to keep a track of where his Behemah is. The Brisa that says it's Tahira is without the clapper. 
Michelle Dellis continues the prices. If you put a if you put a bell on a door, it's tahira. Do we know why? Let's you know. Let's do this bederech shail and tshuva, like manishtana. <laughs> why is a bell on the door not makabel tuma? Good, Michael. Yeah. Do you remember why? It's in the first Rashi. Because uh, or is attached to the house. The house. Oh, okay. You have to do a malah. You have to do a. Uh, no, no, just, no. We're going to come to that. No, not on this. <laughs> Why is it tahira? Because it's mechuba lakarka. Right. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. That's right. Down. A bias can't become tame unless it's, unless it's an egg. All right. By touching, it can't become tame. Anything that's mechuba lakarka. Cannot become Tameh. That's why the bell on the door, which is attached to the door, which is attached to the house, attached to the ground, Tahira. Now, however, let's say you started off with a bell on the door. And then you said, you know, I think I'm going to use this for my behemoth, to keep track of my behemoth. It does it become tame just by me merely thinking that I'm going to use it for my behemoth? What's the answer to that? Yes. Because you can create tumor, can establish tumor, susceptibility to tumor, just through a machshava. Classic example. I decide to make a chair, and my initial thought is I'm going to paint the chair. Until it's painted, it's not nigmar malachto. You didn't finish the chair. You didn't finish the chair. It's an unfinished kli. It won't be makabotuma. But then I say, you know something? I'm not painting. I'm going to leave it as is. Merely by thinking that, now it's a completed product. And therefore, it's makabotuma. Here, too. You've had it on the Delos. It can't be makabotuma because it's attached to the ground. You now decide you're going to use it on your behemoth. According to this brisa, we're talking that it has a bell and it's a klitashmish for a person. And now it can be makabotuma just merely by thinking, I'm going to put it on the animal. And that's the brisa. Sheldelis v'asol behemoth tamea. But what about the other way around? It was on a behemoth, which means what? This brysa, according to this brysa, on a behemoth with a clapper, it's makabal tumah. Then I decide, you know, I'm taking it off to my behemoth, and I'm going to put it on my door. And on a door, a bell is not susceptible to tumah. It's tough. So does that work? No. The reason it doesn't work, because it's easier to contract tumah than to take away tumah. To take away tumah, machshava alone doesn't work. It needs a mice. You have to like kind of ruin the bell, in a sense. Okay? Fine. That's the Bryce's next statement. You made it shell behema, bell for a behema, vaso ledelis, and you decide to put it on the door. Nailed it to the door. But it's the same clea. You didn't change it the same bell. 
and you can't remove tum, even on a bell, if the bell was on the door initially, it would not be makabal tumah. But now it, it was makabal tumah. And by the way, even if it's just susceptible to tumah, when it was on the behemoth, it was susceptible to tumah. Now if I want to remove tumah, susceptibility, I got to do a misa. And by nailing it to the door, that's not a misa. You didn't do a misa in the kli, you just changed the location and fixed it to that location. And therefore, it remains with the tumor or susceptibility to the tumor that it had when it was on the behemoth's net. Shekol, and here's the rule. Shekol, I came, we've had this a number of places. Let's see where is Rashi, the Mesorah uh, Sashatz. See? You look at the Mesorah Sashatz. He's Mitzayin, one, two, three, four places where this Chazal is in Shas. All Kalim can become tumor, your dinli day tumosun with machshava, with thought alone. But if it ain't only me day tumosun, ella bashina maisa, it only can remove tumor, not with machshava, you have to actually do a maisa. And we had it earlier in this Mesefta also. So we, we had a kasha, the Braison Oman Olive said, the Zugana Behem is Torah, this says it's Tameya, we already answered, lo kasha. Hod isle invil or the lesle invil. The Bryce on Omanolov had no clapper. It was useless. Namakabotuma. This one has a clapper, which is a clee to for another. Makabotuma. But the Gemara doesn't know this. The Gemara says, Monavshach. Imono, if a clapper is a you know, a mono is a clee. Not a clapper, the bell, the whole bell, the the the, the zug with the invil. The zug is the you know the the the, the, the lampshade, and the the bell is the the anvil is the clapper. So, e mono afal be the less lay anvil. If it's a clee, should be a clee even if it has no in, clapper. And ilav mono, if it's not a clee, anvil mashvile mono does an anvil does the bell make it a clee? And the Gemara says yes. In and this is a new idea that we didn't know before. That bells that make noise are a clee. Now it has to be a clee for the odoms. That's why Tysus pipes in here. It's not a clee for the behema. We don't care about that. How do I know that something makes noise? It's metal. It's Tomei. We have a Pesach Shnemar called the Vora Sheyobo Vaish Taviru Vaish Vitoher. That's talking about the clay pigeon in, um, is that in Parashish Pinchas? Forget. Talking about the clay midgen, and you want to take their kalim, and you want to posture it. So it says anything that they used with Aish, you have to use with Aish also. That's Hagola. But it says called Dover. Dover is an extra word. And the Gemara Darshans, Afilu Dibur, even sounds that are made by the Kalim, Yovovesh. Okay, and that's what that Pasuk teaches us that things, that Kalim that make noise, can be Makabal Tuma. Okay, good. So, but Mayu Kimta. What did you say that the Braison Nun Ches that said a Zug Shel Behemoth Tahir? What were you saying? 
It's the Lesle Yindel. No clapper. That's why it's Tahar. But Aim Mitsiosa, but look at the middle of that price that talks about a Zugan and Evet. It says that he can't go out with Zug That's because we saw um, that he might it might fall off and he'll carry it. Um, because it's fastened very well. But what we want is whether it's on his neck, on his clothes, it is but if it has no belly, it's a bell that has no uh, even on a person we'll see. Well, a tinok. A bell that has no clapper, does it macabre tumor? The Bryce says yes. Asks the Gemara, or Aminu, or he says, Dagim Lamachtesh is the bells for a millstone, or La Risa for in a crib to put the baby to sleep, or the Mitpachos Sephorim, or they put on the mantles of Sephorim, or the Mitpachos Tinaikes, the bibs they put, or whatever they put on Tinokos. Yesh lahem invil, if they have an invil, they're tamayim. Ain lahem invil, it's tairev. So you see, and this is a tinok, it's a person. And even though it's wearing a, it, it, it's wearing, <clears throat> if it's wearing a, a zug, the, 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 the zug, without the, the clapper, it should be tar, and yet, on Ahmed Aleph, we said if an Evid goes out with the Zug, without the clapper, that's what we said the Bryce is talking about. We have to be consistent throughout the Bryce. Of. It's, it says it's Tmei over there. What's the resolution? Uh, well, first the Bryce continues, uh, which will be addressed shortly, but Nitlo Invaleim, if it had an invul, which means it was Tamei, or susceptible to Tamei, and then it was removed Adayin tumosan alehim. The tumor remains. That's the end of the brisa. And we're going to discuss why should it remain. You you ruined the kli. Can't make a sound anymore. We'll, we'll talk about that. But we have a problem. Because here Tinoikas without the invul is tar. On Ahmed Aleph we said the Eved that's wearing a zug without an invul is tame those things. Animili betino. Because a tinok is different than an evid, a grown person. The whole purpose of this <clears throat> this invul for a tinok is that it should make noise. You know where your kid is running around. And without that, it's of no use. And therefore, it's tahar. Avogado, if an evid wears a um a zug it's a takshe to lay and i forgot to let's lay in even though it has no invul a zug is ornamental for an evet <clears throat> that because of its attack status it's makabal tumor for, for cotton it's not a takshe it's a way of tracking him and um, if there's no invul, no clapper, no purpose putting it on the tinok, tar.
We're going to now talk about the last statement of that brisa. If you take the clapper out of the zug, it doesn't matter. If it was in there initially and it was susceptible to tumor, just taking the clapper out doesn't make it <clears throat> tar. Now, now we had already the principle. How do you make something tar? You do a mysa that kind of ruins the clay. And so the Gemara wants to know, why isn't that the case here? Didn't you ruin it? It was a noisemaker. By taking the clap around, no, no longer a noisemaker. So Abaki says something here. <clears throat> but because of the Gemara asks, why should it still be Tomek? If it can easily be put back, so it was really never taken apart, in a sense. Never ruined this clay, it's so easy to make it back a clay. Same as far like that. Masa Bravo asks Bravo, Hazug the Inbil Chibur. The Zug and the Inbil are Chibur. Now, what does that mean? That means for tumor purposes. If something touched the Zug, automatically the invil, the clapper, becomes tummy, and vice versa. Not, not because they're touching each other, because that would make them tummy, because an Abba Tuma has to, right? Kalim only become tummy from an Av Hatuma. So if the invil was touched with Tuma, it would become a Rishon, it cannot make the Zug a Shani. So when we say Hebrew, we mean it's one entity. One entity. It's not attached. It's one. And Rava is asking on a therefore, if you detach it, you made two things. You ruined the one entity of it. <clears throat> you ruined it. Even though they had, even though a hedgehog can put it back together, but it was long, so long that he didn't do that. It's two separate things. He wants, not like Abai wants to say. Maybe the very Mishnah that Rava brings, Hazugva Inbul, is Hebrew, means even when they're detached, they're Hebrew. In other words, even, um, <clears throat> even though you detached it, since it's so easy to put them back together. It's like considered mechuber, and, and basically telling me the din of that even though it was for susceptible to two, one tumor, uh, it, it was chibur when they were together. Even when they're apart, since you could put it back so easily, it doesn't remove the tumor status that it had originally. Maybe that's what the Mishnah means. Answer the Gemara from the Brisa. This, this Brisa. Tanya, it's not true. The Mishnah can't mean that. Because the din is by Mishnah Prokim Vizemel Shurahidni, scissors or a plane, different parts to it, 
It's a chibur l'tuma. Same idea. It's all one entity. The two blades of the scissors are one entity. One sciz- one blade becomes tubbing. The whole thing, the other blade, becomes tubbing. Ve'ein chibur l'hazah. But if they need to use the paraduma to spritz on them, they're not mechubur. You have to spritz on each blade individually. Now, that doesn't make sense because either it's one or it's not one. The Gemara asks, Ramin and Monavshach, one entity, so then why do I have to be spritz on each blade separately? It's one entity. And if they're not considered detached, even for Tuma, it should have to be that the Tuma touched each blade individually, and we're not saying that. Like Tuma was saying, it's Chibur. If one of the Tuma touched one blade, the whole thing becomes Tameh. So what's what's going on here? Amarabba, Devar Torah, Bishas Melacha Chibur. When you're in the process of using it as a scissor or as the plane, then it's chibur for everything. You're right. There's no such thing as chibur for this, not chibur for that. The Torah b'shas malacha, it's chibur bein latuma bein lahazal, which means if you, well, we'll say, right. Because we were crazy here. At the end of the day, it's not like that. All right. After you stop using it, so the um, the tendency is to take the blades apart of the scissor, let's say. So even though they're together, since the they're not necessary one for the other, they're not functioning together, that's not a chibur. Ain't a chibur. That's the odioraisa. On the Dioraisitika level, during Malacha, it's they're one entity. Not during Malacha, it's considered separate entities. Bain Latuma, Bain Laza. But the Ghazal would go there a Khumra for the Tumma and the Khumra for the Hazar. The Ghazru al Tumma Shalobishas Malacha Mishum Tumma Shibishas Malacha, meaning there's Tumma. They were gozer that there should be chibur even shalobishas malacha legabe tuma, which would be a chumrah, which means it only has to touch one part, and the other part automatically becomes tame, even though the Torah was when they're not being used, they're not chibur for anything, not for tuma either, right? So that's one gzera, and they were gozer on hazor shibishas malacha. Because when it's not being used, you have to spritz on each blade separately. So there we go, that you should also do the same thing when you are using it, even though technically Minat Torah, you'd only have to spritz on one blade. It's all, it's all one entity. There we go, that people are not going to make this distinction, and therefore they would go to Lechumra by Tuma and Lechumra by now, what's the raya? So, what's the raya? What's the hotanya here? Don't say that the Mishnah means like Abaye. And the raya 
different ways to learn. I think the easier way to learn is really what I said. I kind of said yesterday, but without uh, conviction. But uh, I think the, the way that we're shown to learn here is we're saying that this blade, when you're not using it, even when it's attached to each other, even when it's attached, it's considered separate. Considered separate, right? It's not deeper. So certainly, when you detach two things, you know, you take the invel out of the zug, you can't consider them attached. They're saying even something that's physically attached has the status as if it's detached. So certainly, something that is physically detached, you can't say there's there's chibur there. That's that's how someone will learn. Um, 